Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Hola, hola, mi gente. I'm Jessica Yanez, and this is the Wine and Chisme podcast. A podcast created to amplify voices and share the stories of people from BIPOC communities doing remarkable things. All while sipping on a glass of wine. So welcome to your new Wednesday. The Wine and Chisme Wednesday. much to the wine and cheese podcast i'm so so excited we're gonna have so much fun i promise yes, yes. <laughs> i can feel it <laughs> already right you already know it. yeah <laughs> but before we get into the chisme we always start with the wine a little vino yes so what are you drinking today and then i'll share what i'm drinking um this is actually sangria Oh, okay. Yeah. It's still wine. It's still wine. wine. Yeah, I just wanted something fruity. I had Merlot last night, um, so I just felt like something fruity and fresh today. You know, okay, I was just on a, like, on a clubhouse call, and we were talking about different wines, and it was a wine room, and we were talking about, like, how people underestimate. There was, like, some snobbery against Merlot, but Merlots are actually really good wines yeah you know what i'll be a hundred percent honest with you i i don't know like anything about wine <laughs> if it tastes good and it's kind of cheap <laughs> i'll drink it the one that my husband bought last night though it was really good it was robert mondavi oh yeah yeah robert mondavi oh, usually has pretty yeah and i thought it was good but. yeah yeah. I so the wine I'm drinking today is Ondrama Cellars. It's called Paula's Rose. It's a 2019. And they are a Latino vintner in, in in the Napa Valley. So the tasting notes for this, it says this rose is different in the way that we use Cabernet grapes instead of the traditional Pinot Noir or Chardonnay variety. So I'm excited because I've not tried their Pinot or their rose yet. And the fact that it's done with cab grapes is kind of exciting. And it says in this rosé, you will join, you will, you will join, you will enjoy. A, and I haven't even started drinking yet. <laughs> in this rosé, you will enjoy a nice, refreshing and crisp palate. You will pick up hints of strawberry and citrus fruits. So let me tell you if I smell, do, I don't know if you get different things when you smell sangria, but. Oh, I could totally smell the strawberry. I mean, this is very, very citrusy. Really citrusy. And it smells like um like lemongrass a little bit. Oh wow. Yeah. Interesting. Well salud girl. Salud. <laughs> Wait, I gotta do my sound effects. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Funny, I used to actually work at a country club. So wine was like such a huge thing and they used to host these um 
international wine dinners once a month and it was mm-hmm. it was pretty cool i just i haven't gotten into it yet i think the time will come i just haven't gotten there yet girl i got you i got you <laughs> teach me your ways yes I, every day i'm wherever i'm always trying to learn something new so i can share it right about different things and it's whether it's not filling your glass up all the way in order to let it air properly right they, to let the air get through especially when it's a red wine to something like this, like rosé is not normally made with Cabernet grapes. They are usually Mm -hmm. made with Chardonnay. And it's so they're usually made with red grapes. Let's just say that they're usually made. Rosés are usually made with red grapes and they don't ferment it. They just for like a few hours, they allow the red, the skins Mm -hmm. on. And then after a few hours, they separate it to have that rosé looking. Yeah, yeah, that rosé looking color. Okay. So just on that, so there's one, there's one little piece of info. You I gotcha. <laughs> I didn't know that before today. So, now I <laughs> so let's get into it, girl. You are a first generation Guatemalan American. You are a marketing, marketing associate by day and influencer and content creator by night. You were also known as sad girl on TikTok. <laughs> you were born in Long Beach to Guatemalan immigrant parents, and you say you love your Latinidad because you truly believe it's where you get your strong moral values from, which all of us, right? That's we get our strong moral values from our family, either good or bad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. So tell me about your experiences just growing up, because what is the Guatemalan experience in Long Beach? Because I have family that lives in Long Beach and I would imagine it, I think it's more Mexicano than anything, right? So what was your experience being Guatemalan in that area? So I I guess it's always just up to each individual person, right? So for me, like, yes, my family's Guatemalan. My mom, my dad, and my two brothers were all born there. I was the only one who was actually born in the U.S. um, in Long Beach. But as far as experiences go like my parents had already been here for a good while and um not that they not that they lost like their accent or anything like that but I just felt like very in tune with everyone else who surrounded us like I didn't feel too different from like my Mexican friends because pretty much everybody else was Mexican right like not a whole lot of Guatemala in that community um but I would say like, yeah, like I I did feel a little bit different just because of some of the foods that we ate or certain words are different from like Guatemalans to Mexicans. Well, uh, from everything, right? From, from every everything. like Latino country, there's something that's just a right. little bit different. Sometimes you're like, wait, what did you say? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I mean, just I did feel just the community of Latinos because there was a lot of, of Mexicans. And then I lived in Long Beach as a kid. And then as a teenager, I moved to Arizona where again, a lot of Mexican people. So I guess the Guatemalan community wasn't so huge, but close circle of my family. Yeah. You know, there was a, a like a lot of Guatemalans, but. So were you the oops baby? Cause you said your family, your parents were here for a while. Were you the oops? No, no. <laughs> It's funny because I have two older brothers and they didn't plan for them, but they wanted a little girl. So they really, they like actually tried for me. And that's what they tell me. That's what they tell me. <laughs> 
Wait, so were you like, really? were you either being the only girl and having two older brothers? I feel like it's going to go like you were either really, really spoiled or you could never do anything. I could never do anything. (laughs) Unless, well, like when I got a little bit older and I'm talking about already like 1920, then I can do stuff. But with them, like with my brothers, but not before. Oh, no, I never got to do anything. And I was always mad. How come they get to do everything and I never get to do anything? What is it about our community that's like that? Actually, I was talking to my friend Courtney and we were talking about the differences as far as the the roles of boys mm-hmm. in the black community versus the Latino community. Yeah. And she and I was saying, yeah, like in our community, we spoil the boys. They get to do whatever they want. They're basically not everybody. Let me preface this. I don't want to get hate mail. <laughs> Yeah, But just generally, you know, they're kind of like big babies. And I don't well, I mean, isn't that just guys in general, but they're kind of like big babies, right? Because they get so spoiled. And she was like, that was so surprising. Because in our household, it's like, you're teaching them how to be men already, like something happens, you need to take care of your family, you need. And I was like, nah, it's not. Well, to be honest with you, um, my brother's my mom made them do a bunch of stuff. Oy. Like it was way different. I, I know that a lot of the videos that I make, they're very, very general, like more of the stereotypical family. Right. But my mm-mm, like since they were young, they were like lavando, doing their laundry. And my mom would always say to them, like, you're not going to. First of all, you're not going to rely on a woman to do everything for you. Good for your mom. Yeah, and that, like uh, when I hear other people, like the the majority is always complaining, like, "Oh my gosh, they never had to do anything, and now they think they need to be waited on." Uh, you know, day, but no, like I look at my brother um, now, and like such good husbands, so helpful, and I mean, like if if my sister in laws sick, he takes care of her. He has food ready when. When she gets home, you know, and it's 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 nice to see them like actually being a partner in a relationship yeah. rather than just somebody that's being taken care of. My other brother passed away. That's why I say one. In 2016, my my oldest brother, he passed away. But yeah, I mean, both of them so were sorry to hear that. Thank you. Both of them were very, very um, I mean, washed their own clothes, did, did everything. You had to cook and yeah. I'm a proud sister. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. You know, I grew up, I'm the oldest of three girls. So there was no boys in our household. So I being the oldest, I had to take that role of like yeah. the the boy. So if I my dad ever needed help doing anything, oh, it was yeah. Jay, I need you to do this. Jay, I need you to help do this. Jay, I need you to help do that. So me now being still like being a single woman, a lot of things I just do on my own unless I need like there's certain things I know my limits, right? Mm-hmm. But there was certain things that I've put together countless pieces of furniture. I've, uh, yeah, like I'm, I have no problem. I can look in the back and figure out the electronic stuff. I'm not like, oh my gosh, I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'll figure it out. Oh, that doesn't work. Let me try it. Let me try it. You That's know? awesome. You're yeah. not people in distress. I love that. Yeah. I, if I, if I, if I were to become now, there are certain things like, for example, if um, I, I needed some shelves hung in my kitchen. And so I asked my friends. I was like, Hey, can you hang these? Cause yes, I know how to find studs with or without a stud finder. Thank you very much. <laughs> <Good luck>. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, but it's, but also I just, it was so big and I'm only five, four too. So, you know, I'm not a tall person and it was just going to be too much for me, but I knew that. So, and it was, they were pretty big. So I was like, let me, I'll buy you pizza. I'm so infamous for like, I'll make you food. Um, I will like. That's nice though. Yeah. But, and I can cook. So (laughs) that I will say, I know how to cook. Now I sometimes bribe people with wine. (laughs) Always a good method of payment. (laughs) You know, you got to do what you got to do. So growing up, like, where did you, because you have like a really wonderful sense of humor from everything that I've watched on you. So actually let's even shit like how this even happened because I found you on TikTok. TikTok. Oh my gosh, girl. Well, okay. I guess I just have always loved social media for a long time. Since like 2010, I had started watching YouTube videos and I thought it was so cool. I mean, it wasn't even popular back then, but I would just watch the makeup tutorials and watch Mm -hmm. how the girls would just sit there and do makeup. And I would literally just watch them and I'd sit and I would do a makeup look and I'd wipe it off and watch another video and do another one. And I just loved it so much. And then I I wanted to do it. So I started making YouTube videos like in 2014. Oh, wow. You've been doing it for a while. Yeah, but well, I did it for a little bit. And then um, what was was your first foray? Like what were your first videos on? It was all makeup, all makeup. I just that's what I love. I, I have a huge passion for makeup. And but girl, I've always just been a clown. Like <laughs> I just I just am. That's just the way I am. I'm always messing around and I you know, I, I I'm just not afraid to be silly. And but I didn't I wasn't really like that in my videos. I mean, it was just more like informative and stuff like that. And then I got married in 2016 and I moved to the East Coast and then just, you know, with responsibilities at home and then working cuz I used Where to be in the East old. Coast did you live? I live in Maryland now. Oh, that's where you are now. Yeah. So I used to be a server, but uh, now doing the marketing, you know, it's an eight to five job. So juggling all of that, I couldn't do the YouTube thing anymore. So I started doing Instagram, but just makeup looks again and like no videos or anything like that. And that's not the current page that I have going on right now. And then it just, again, became too much because of time. I didn't have enough time. And I was just like pretty discouraged. But I said, oh, whatever. Maybe it's just not for me, right? And then the pandemic happened. And, you know, everybody's bored and just at home. And I, I was still working. But then after work, you just go home and that's it. So I, was, I so heard you about, never worked from home. You just stayed in the go- office. The wow, really? Yeah, I'm really thankful that I had a job the whole and Yeah, the we never stopped working. It it did feel like a lot um, at first, just because, you know, the pandemic was overwhelming and then not knowing, you know, what was going to happen. But yeah, I worked the whole time. And then I just kept hearing about this TikTok thing. <laughs> I was like, what? It Like, here we go. Another app that we have to try to make it on, you know, but I, I didn't even want to make it on TikTok. Right. But I thought it was so funny I would be on there hours scrolling scrolling and my husband's like are you still because the next morning I'm like a zombie because I was just up I've done that I've totally done that yes (laughs) it's because it's like it's so good like so fit for you like the for you page that is just like zombie mode just keep scrolling 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 and then I like I wanted to do the little lip syncing ones because I thought they were so fun so I started doing those 
And my my sister-in-law calls me. She's like, oh my gosh, some of your videos are getting like 5,000 views. And I was like, is that good? And she's like, yes, like so excited. She's a lot younger than me. So I was like kind of pumped about it because she's like Gen Z, you know? And I was like, oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know. I don't even know. I just started making these little videos and... And I don't know if you've seen, I also make like song videos, like little yeah. song parodies. Well, just growing up, like I, I just have been singing, like I started singing in church when I was like three years old. And I remember we would always take road trips and I'm just singing and singing. That like, sounds like me. That's what I used to do. Really? Yeah, all the time. Yeah. So you sing too? I do. I do. Oh, awesome. But you know, it's so funny. Yesterday when I went to, I told you I went to Dog Beat. Uh-huh. And the song Oceans by Hillsong kept running through my head yesterday. Uh-huh. And so I sat down and I was like meditating with the water and everything and letting that play and then playing other worship music. Mm-hmm. And then today I was on your Instagram yeah. and you're singing Oceans. And I was like, what the hell? Like <laughs> that has just been surrounding me. Oh, so I'm like, what is happening here? Like there's something going on (laughs) yes yes yeah I do I don't I you know I I used to sing in church as well I used to be on the worship team Mm -hmm. and uh, (laughs) (laughs) and I but my personal experience was after like once the the church I used to go to in Dallas because I lived in Dallas for a while once the pastor said like basically he told the congregation to vote for the Republican Party and yeah he basically told everybody to vote for Trump and I was like I can't, I can't do this. And when I moved back to, I moved back to California a couple mm-hmm. months later and I haven't really connected with the church again. It's yeah, been, yeah. I still am a believer. I still read. And apparently lately I've been on like, apparently I got on the Christian TikTok. I don't even know how, right? So I get all these things and I'm like, I mean, I'm like, so, you know, have you heard that saying like, I love God, but I'm also a little hood type of thing. Like that's my TikTok. <laughs> singing in church and and like I just have always sang and it's always about the most random things like I was telling you these road trips you know how like well on the way from California to Arizona we would go all the time um there's these big old giant billboards for like the truckers or whatever it may be for the next stop and I'm singing about these billboards that are on the way and my parents are like shut (laughs) up (laughs) (laughs) not that I can't sing but after so much you know they're like so I I've just always done it. So it comes it comes kind of easy when it's something that you've always liked to do. You know, yeah. when it when it comes to these songs, like I'll I'll uh, get one of the songs that's more viral on TikTok at the moment, and I'll try to switch up the words to something funny. You know, and what has I been your favorite one? Which one? Which has been your favorite? Oh, which one? one has been my favorite one? Um, I well. I don't know if you know that song. Corre, corre, corre. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So I did one and it was come, come, come. <laughs> and I was like, uh, no me importa que te pongas más panzón. <laughs> <laughs> like sometimes when I make these, like, you know, oh my gosh, it's hilarious. 
after I sing it, I'm like dying laughing because I'm like, oh my gosh, what are, what are these things sense in my mind? Girl, I would have never even thought of that. I would like that. That takes talent to be able to do that, to change it and be able to match like the inflection and sound something like that keeps the beat and the rhythm. That yeah. takes talent, girl. I think that part is the hardest is to try to find the words, like you said, that go with like the syllables and, and match the inflection and everything. But it's fun for me. That's those are the funnest videos for me because I actually kind of have to work a little bit harder for that part. Um, But yeah, but then the sad girl videos. Should I get into that now? Well, OK, before you do, what was your first experience into social media? Like, uh, was it I know you said you found YouTube. Mm-hmm. And you started going through that. But what was kind of your first like w- was TikTok your first time, like really kind of making outside of makeup videos, kind of doing something a little bit different? Yes. Yes. Because before, like I said, it was always just makeup. And um, I remember specifically one time back when I had done the YouTube videos, one of my friends like, Jenny, you should be more yourself. And I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, just be more like silly how you are, like act crazy how you are in real life and I was like okay okay because I guess I was just trying to kind of keep myself more composed you know you know what that's that's honestly probably what I do I've done some lip syncing videos I have zero first of all like I have zero TikTok game I'm very (laughs) honest with that I have zero TikTok game and there's now you're only the second person I've followed on Instagram from TikTok oh man yeah the other person has become you know, a friend. He's really awesome. And we met through TikTok as well. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know what? When somebody is just like, I think for me, it's all about energy in regards to who I will follow. Mm-hmm. And I just want to feel like TikTok for me, I don't, I don't want to get political. I don't want to get whatever. Like, and and look, I am somebody who does not mind speaking out in regards to my my political idea ideology or anything like that. I'm not afraid of that. But sometimes we just need a break from all of that. Mm-hmm. And for a while, Instagram was, but now it's no longer that. I mean, I, I think I've cultivated a, I've cultivated a pretty good community on there where I have not where I don't really get a lot of hate because I'm one of those people who. I see something and I just block it because I don't want to see it. Like, yeah. let me, oh, you're going to hate on me. That's fine. you like, but you don't need to be on my page. Bye. <laughs> like, you know, and I don't mind different ideas or anything like that. But TikTok for me has become very like mindless. Like you said, you just keep scrolling and scrolling. And next thing you know, that one pops up. Do you need to go to sleep? <laughs> that guy's face with a big old smile. Yeah. I know you're, you're enjoying watching or something. Why don't you get some rest? And I'm like, shut up and get out of move next but you know that's the only app that does that right you actually care about us yeah like it's the only app that's like you've been scrolling a while maybe you should do something else basically telling us we have no life (laughs) pretty much go get a life (laughs) so tell me how sad girl because that's where i first saw you and I was dying when the first, I don't even remember the first video I actually saw of Sad Girl, but it comes up 
and I'm dying. And so, of course, then I go to your page and start looking at other videos. Yeah. And I am just laughing. And I'm like, I have to follow this person. She's hilarious. How did that, how did Sad Girl come about? Okay, so I have to think, you know, um, his name is Nathan, but on, on TikTok, it's the 420 dog face guy. The oh, guy yeah, yeah. I had to thank him for it because by the point that I had started doing the sad girl videos, I had about 200,000 followers on TikTok. So I was like really happy and I thought I was doing well, you know, Um, but I was kind of at a little plateau because uh, so far I had only done the like Hispanic mom skits and then also my song videos. And then his video went super viral, the one riding the skateboard. And I was like, I, I have to find a way to make a video incorporating him because he did so see cool. that video because you were oh, his yeah, quote unquote yeah. ex, right? Yes, exactly. Exactly. So I was like, I have to find a way because he's just huge right now. Like, but when I seen his video for the first time, it already had like 30 million views. I was like, mm-hmm. that's insane. So I, I, you know, he kind of has like that cholo look. He's half yeah. Mexican, I think, half half. Um, indigenous i think american yeah so i yes so i i was like oh maybe i can act like i'm his ex or something but i was i was sad girl's prima in the video i was her cousin calling her like hey you know he's famous now like you better try to get back with him or something like that because i'm tired of riding the bus you know (laughs) yeah so then sad girl came out for the first time her first video was calling him you know, like trying to get back with him or something like that. I don't remember exactly what I said in the video, but people just reacted so well. I, I, I never thought, honestly, I really, really never thought. And I still get so surprised at how well people react to sad girl videos. I'm going to see if we can find if I can find that one. OK, so please excuse me while I'm searching TikTok because no, I want to okay. see if I can uh, find that video that Jenny did with the uh it was back in like October I think something like that is when I started making I mean I'm just seeing even just the sad girl's first TikTok is that it I think so all right let's see I know it's been a while since I've been on here to tell you the truth I've been real sad you see what happened was that I was at my prima Jenny's house and I asked her, hey, let me go on your TikTok so that I can see my boy Dogface page. <laughs> and then I seen that that fool has a hyena now. And they look real happy together. <laughs> they were even walking with the little dog and everything. And you know what? I hope they're happy. Because I ain't no homewrecker. I'm going to stick around here on TikTok, though, because I heard they're paying money. I could ride a skateboard. I could drink cranberry juice. I could dance. And she's doing the lean like a cholo dance. What's wrong about that? <laughs> I know it's been a while since I've been out here. Oh, my gosh. I, I mean, I... I watch these old videos and I'm like, oh my gosh. At, at the time, I'm just having a good time making it. You know, it 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 really has helped me too. I mean, these past or this past year and a half has been super hard, you know, yeah. and kind of just like a getaway and a little escape and a way to just be creative and not think and focus on everything else. It, it really helps me too. But it's just so funny looking back at these because I'm like, what was I thinking in that moment? <laughs> Girl, you capitalized. Okay. So, okay, let me ask you, because you work in marketing, do you think that has helped you at all in regards to what you, in regards to these videos? Or do you think it's just strictly like just your imagination because you just like being silly? 
Well, I guess with my work, what it has helped with is when it comes to now dealing with like paid uh, collaborations and partnerships and reading um, through little contracts and things like that. Like on the business side of it, I think it has helped not so much on the on like the creative side or even like posting times because I have done a lot of research. Like I know people think that posting is just posting and, um, you know, people are influencers and they get paid for doing nothing. I don't necessarily think that that's true, though, because, for example, like TikTok is new, but I've done just a lot of research about, hey, what what do companies look for as far as analytics go or what's a good posting time? Or what are the trends? And when I was trying to do Instagram, I was constantly researching, you know, just to try. I mean, mm. at the beginning, it wasn't like that on TikTok, because like I said, I was just having fun. But once I saw that it was going pretty well, I mean, you want to try to make something out of it. Yeah, no, I, I totally understand that because that's how I am on the wine aspect with yeah. constantly learning, reaching out, researching yeah. everything in regards to things that I can help. And, in, in, you know, I've created the most comprehensive list of Latino winemakers that are based in the U.S. Mm-hmm. There wasn't anything like that previously. This it's actually still the only one. Right. Yeah. And but I think when you see something and you, you become passionate about it, because I see that you know, sad girl has her, her collaborations with some makeup people yeah. as well. Yeah. And I read your, how you got into, how sad girl got into makeup was because she got <laughs> clocked and had a, right. And she had a, she had a black eye that she uh, needed to, to cover up her, her prima, prima needed to cover up. Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> and she, now she has the makeup and makeup every day now. <laughs> she said make up or die <laughs> make up or die so what has what have been your most like obviously sad girls took off I mean that one video had over 15,000 likes I just saw so okay. what was the response or what how do you feel like the response was that made you want to continue doing sad girl and how has sad girl evolved since that first video um so the thing that made me want to keep doing it is honestly, people just get really happy. Like it makes me so, so happy reading the comments. If you go through the comments, it's just people are saying, thank you so much. You made my day. I was having such a bad day. Like I even get chills talking about it because it like it makes me so happy. The fact that like people could be having such a sad day and just a 15, 30 second video can really, even for that moment, just kind of cheer them up just a little bit. Because I know I've had some terrible days where a certain little thing that I saw, at least for that second, took my mind off of it. And and that really, even till now, just getting those comments, it really, it makes me want to keep doing it. I mean, I do get, I do get some dumb comments that sometimes I think, oh, should I do it? But I mean, the old, the, the positive comments way outweigh the the negative so has sad girl ever responded to any of those negative comments in in a funny really light way yeah like i get a lot of because she wears red right (laughs) (laughs) and the only reason that i wear this shirt is first of all because it's like really stretchy it's a red and black like flannel shirt red and black flannel shirt i've worn it on like cute little instagram pictures not sad girl you know me and it's just a regular flannel shirt that I had. So I was like, let me wear this when I do this uh, uh, this Chola video. 
So people are like, why are you trying to talk like a chola and da da da? And you're not even wearing the right colors with the way that you're talking. And, and that was the video that I responded because I'm like, there's no way people think that I'm serious. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they're like, why are you talking um, like if you're from the north when you're wearing or no, why are you talking like you're from the south when you're wearing red? And I was like, I didn't even know that I was talking any specific <laughs> way. you know. <laughs> so, so the video that I made was something like. This is the only shirt that fits right now or something. <laughs> but like I blocked I blocked out her name and I made it to where you couldn't click on her comment. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I mean if you people get if, crazy, right? Like yeah. I that I honestly don't get. If you don't agree with me or if you don't agree with somebody, that's cool. And if you respond to somebody, that's fine. But I don't get the the jump on mentality of okay. Like they're, they're responding to me. I don't need you to go on unless they're saying something very, very cruel to me. I don't need you to go in and make like a mess with somebody else. Like people. It just adds flame to the fire anyway. It does. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't affect me in my daily life. Like I think, I think you put a question in the questionnaire that you sent um, prior to this and it was, if you can describe her life in one word or something. Yeah. And I put rich and I was like, I hope she doesn't think that I'm like all like, oh my gosh, I'm so rich, you know? (laughs) No, like in my life, I could just say that I'm so incredibly blessed. Like I have an like a amazing family. My mom and dad have always been the most supportive people. I mean, con todas mis locuras, like my crazy ideas. (laughs) Seriously. How do they, do they know about sad girl? So how do they feel about it? They love it. And my mom will go in like every single video and all of my stories. I used that's a little double tap on the heart. And she's like, did you see that? Um, que te di like? And, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> and then um, they live in Arizona, but I visit often. And sometimes she'll be like showing me something in her in her camera roll. And as she's scrolling there, all of my Instagram pictures are like screenshotted. They're the, I'm telling you, they're the most supportive. And like my my friends and my husband, I, I just feel like super like rich. Mm-hmm. I, I know it seems weird to say, but. No, not at all. It does not seem weird to say. What was your husband's reaction when you first started blowing up? <laughs> Uh, he was happy for me because he knows how long that, that I've been trying to to accomplish, you know, my goals on social media. He just didn't like wasn't expecting it to come out of TikTok because we downloaded the app at the same time because he's like, have you heard of that TikTok thing? And I was like, yeah, it seems dumb because so far all I had seen were the dances oh, and yeah. I know how to do all those choreographed dances so I was like I'm not gonna download it he's like well let's just download it I was like okay cool so we never expected it you know and now he's like oh did you see you have blah 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 now and you know he's like keeping track and all of that so that's so sweet so you did another video as sad girl but you're talking about was it was his name Paco right (laughs) is that is it Paco who am I remembering right and you ended up doing a collaboration with another TikToker Okay. And her name escapes me, so please remind me. Estefania. Okay. Estefania, who does the little teeny tiny hands. All her videos are with these teeny yeah. tiny hands. Uh-huh. Did you guys meet off TikTok? Yes. And you just recently visited her in Texas. Yeah. So tell me, how was that? It, I was dying, first of all, in the... <laughs> 
in like your meeting, right? My fr- yeah. the friend I told you I met off TikTok. I was like, "Are you gonna do this the first time we meet? Is this gonna happen?" Right? <laughs> the run, the running towards each other. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, you tagged them in the video. I didn't. I sent it to him. Oh, I sent it to him. Yeah. So is this gonna be us? <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, back in like July or August or something like that is when we started texting each other, and she was just she just. It's not that I'm not friendly. I'm very friendly and I can talk to anyone. But there's certain people that you just click with that you know you're going to end up having a like a relationship with them. Yeah. And she just seemed to be like one of those people to me. She was just really, really nice and sweet. And uh, so we were texting almost like every single day and FaceTime calls and kind of talking talking about each other's cool experiences that we're having with TikTok, you know. And there's certain people that you that you tell something to and you're like "Mm, either they're not happy for me or they're like a little bit jealous that it's not you know that it's not them them. but like she would be so genuinely happy for me and I would be so genuinely happy for her when like a big opportunity came up and that's a big thing you know because you don't find that very often so uh, finally I was like you know like I really want to meet you but this was a couple months back. And then we're just thinking like, mm, with the pandemic, I don't know if that's such a good idea. Yeah. So we kind of squashed it for a little bit. But then after we're like, OK, let's just be really safe. And when I go visit, I'll just we'll just hang out at your house all day. We don't have to go out in public. You know, we could just chill and make videos and talk. And that's what happened. And it was super cool because it didn't feel awkward and it felt like we knew each other. I was dying when I saw her with the little drawn on mustache (laughs) being Paco. I thought it was the The videos have made me very, I mean, I didn't even join TikTok until uh, I started. Okay, I did like when it first came out Mm -hmm. and then I was like, forget this. And I deleted it. Yeah. And then I started it again because really it was just to claim my name, just to claim the wine and cheese me. And so, like I said, I have no TikTok game. So I rare like I'll post something here and there. I'm not consistent at all. I'm not like Mm -hmm. I just I'm like, I some people are just they have the knack for it. And some people are like me where you're just like, I am so tired. (laughs) (laughs) My old lady tendencies come out at that time. I feel you. And then I see like some abuelitas on there going crazy. I'm like, dang. I know. Sometimes I get surprised too. (laughs) Have you seen that one where it's like this filter is supposed to show you what you really look like? like, And it's an old lady. She's like, I'm Asian. (laughs) (laughs) What? I'm Asian? (laughs) I think I've seen that one. Yeah. uh, Yeah. They're so funny. Who are some of your favorite people to follow? Oh man, I have, I'm a huge TikTok watcher too. So I have a lot. Um, I just, I'm bad at the names, but off the top of my head, there's one guy, his name is like Evie or Abby something. He, He does Mexican mom skits and oh my gosh, they're hilarious. And Estefania, of course, like she was one of my favorite ones from before. I even started kind of blowing up. Um, and I don't know if you've seen her. Her name is Erica Pris- Erica X Priscilla on TikTok. Sure. She does this like this influencer character, but she's like super like high pitch. And she's like, hi, guys. Oh, my gosh. She's <laughs> hilarious. Like, 
I I die with all of her videos. Um, yeah, there's a lot, but so let me ask you: If Sad Girl was here right now, what <laughs> would she be saying on this podcast? <laughs> um, she probably look be like. <laughs> She'd probably say something like, hey, fool, I don't drink wine, but you got a 40 for me or what? <laughs> there you go. I'd be, I'd be like, no, but I sent some Mad Dog 2020 over there. Did you get it? Yeah, fool. <laughs> I got you, girl. I got you. I see you. With a bag or no bag? <laughs> bag optional. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just saying Mad Dog 2020 gave me heartburn. <laughs> Bad experiences. <laughs> no, okay. There was this one and this was a long time ago and me and my friends, we would always like my parent our my parents' house was called like the hub, right? Yeah. Because yeah. they were they would allow us to go out. Okay. You know? Yeah. And they had brought over a night train. Have you ever heard of night train? Mm-hmm. Girl. Think, be thankful you've never heard of night train. Like it's it it tastes like the worst cough syrup, like worse than the worst cough syrup you've ever tasted. Oh it is so gross. Yeah. And we drank that before we went out, and it's one of those things where you're just like, mm-hmm, just kind of getting it down. Mm-hmm. And the next day, my mom opens the fridge, and she's like, "Who left this devil's water in my refrigerator?" <laughs> Oh my gosh, pretty much, huh? <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. I mean, it's oh my lordy. I don't the things we used to do, and I grew up in San Diego. So this was when we moved a little bit north. And I grew up in San Diego. So we used to go to Tijuana all the time, is where okay. we used to yeah. Like that's where we used to go out? Girl, yes. Wow. We used to go out starting I was 17. And yeah, I would I would take a friend's ID or whoever's ID because until I got hit 18, because yeah. I was the youngest one. Because yeah. my birthday's in November. Okay. And then my mom would always say, we would take my mom's minivan. And she would always tell me, Jay, you better not take my car across the border. You need to. And I was and I was like, OK, so right before we get to the border, me and my best friend would switch. Oh. I'm not driving it across the border. <laughs> Mimi's driving it across the border. <laughs> That's bad, girl. <laughs> yeah. I got some, I got some, uh, I told you, I got some tendencies too. <laughs> we had lots of, I'll have to do it. I'll have to figure something out and have to be the prima. Let's, and let's see what sad girl tell me if I try to influence her to do something like that. I'm like, all right, I'm down. Who's who's yeah. mom's car? Whose car are we taking? Your mom's or my mom's? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so what are you looking forward to most? And I mean, we're still in the beginning of the year still. We're we're not even halfway through the year. We're barely a quarter way through the year. What do you are what are you looking forward to most in 2021? I feel like we see the light at the end of the tunnel. We're still in the tunnel, yeah. but we can still see the light. What are you looking forward to most? Traveling, traveling without feeling guilty or like, because I've traveled home back to Arizona and I've traveled to Texas, but both times I was like, I'm going, but I'm staying home, you know, like at, at my parents' house, let's not go anywhere. Let's just stay home. Or when I went to Estefania's, like, 
yes, I'll go, but let's just stay there and not really go out too much. So just being able to travel and see sites and new places. Because I, I thought 2020 was going to be, because I hit 30. It's everybody's you know? year, 2020. Yeah, like new decade. And I'm going to, you know, I just turned 30. It's a new decade. And I want to travel and do this and do that. And I was supposed to go to Guatemala last year and uh, Washington State, which I've always wanted to go to. And that didn't happen. Um, so, yeah, just I really, really want to travel. And I'm really excited for it. Yeah, I know. I've had friends who wanted me to go like I have a friend in Florida. She works for CBS Sports and she's like, just come here. You can stay here for like a month. You can because, you know, we're all working from home. Mm-hmm. And she's like, just stay here as long as you want. And I am so nervous to get on a plane, to be perfectly okay. honest. Like, I, I'm i so nervous to get on a plane. Like, if I got there and we stayed, it was just us two. We stayed, you know, rel- like taking the dogs for walks or anything. That's fine. But just getting on a plane is, it, that's what makes me nervous right now. Because I've just heard stories of people like getting sick on the plane. And I don't want to hear it. Even if I cough. You like I'll be by myself and I'm looking around. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know that that is like that. And then I was gonna go to Texas. Uh, I was actually thinking of going, and I was either thinking, oh well, maybe you know, I don't know if I'll fly or drive. And then as soon as I thought that, they're like, Texas is 100 percent open, no masks needed. And I was like, maybe I should wait. So, <laughs> I, so I've been, but I knew exactly what city you were in. As soon as I yeah, I was like, oh, Houston. (laughs) Yeah, we were there. That was the one place that we did go to. You know, it was like out in the open, and I had seen it online, and I was like, oh, I really want to go there. So we did go. There was not a lot of people there though, which was surprising. But it was a Thursday or Friday morning. So yeah, yeah, it's been yeah. This I'm I'm so looking forward. I was supposed to go to Spain last year. And because I have my friend Leo who lives in Argentina and we went to the social media, this social media conference last year, which is held in San Diego every year. And, you know, I was like, yes, you can crash on my couch. So he crashed on my couch so he didn't have to pay for a hotel. I went to Atlanta. Right. This is a year ago, like exactly a year ago. I went to Atlanta. He, He I was like, stay here. The day he was leaving to Spain, I was coming back from Atlanta. And he was going to be spending like the next six months in Spain. He spends half his time in Spain, half his time in in Argentina. And then everything shuts down. Like I get back Sunday, Thursday in the office. We're like, should we work from home tomorrow? Yeah, let's work from home tomorrow. That was the last time I saw my coworkers. Wow. <laughs> and then obviously in Spain, they got she with his his mom and his sister met him. And they were in like a one bedroom hotel for like a month until he could find an Airbnb. Oh to rent God. out because they couldn't go anywhere. Right. Like they, they were, were like strict lockdown. The only time you could leave, you, you I think you got like an hour a day and you could go to like the grocery store or something. But you like we complained, but we were not as bad as that. Like it was super crazy lockdown. So I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to traveling too. Mm-hmm. I have friends in Maryland. So I actually was okay. hoping to go to Maryland this year as well. Oh, well, what part do you know? One lives um, just outside, like an hour outside of D.C. Okay. And then the other, she, I think she lives like far north Maryland. I forget what city she says she lives in. But Okay. I mean, I asked, but it's not like I know a whole. <laughs> <laughs> so is your husband but in the I service? Mean, no. No. 
So I told you I lived in Arizona. Um, in Arizona, there's a lot of spring training, like baseball fields. Yeah. You know? And he used to play baseball. And then um, I met him out there and then his family lived here. And then I came to visit his family one time and I thought it was super cool because they get like all the seasons here. And I love that. And Arizona is just super hot and I don't do well in the heat. So when I came in the winter and I saw it like snowed and the fall, like the leaves. Oh, my gosh. I loved it so much. So that's why I moved out here. So when did you move to Arizona from California? Um... Oh, 2000, no, 2001, 2001 or 2002. So when you were still in school. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like 13 or something like that. Okay. So, I mean, look, it's nice to have different places. I grew up in California. I spent a couple of years in Albuquerque. I lived in Chandler, Arizona for a year and then lived in Dallas for 15 years and now back in California. So I'm all over the place. Yeah. You know what's cool about it, though, is that you just get to see the different kinds of people everywhere. Yeah. Like people here in Maryland are way different than people on the West Coast. I mean, I guess it's just really more like straightforward and and kind of more like cutthroat, (laughs) like just not as friendly like you see somebody out in well in Arizona let's say because that's where I lived the majority of my life so far and people were pretty nice you walk in somewhere and the customer service at that place they were just really really friendly and here not so much or maybe it's just because I live like in the city like right out no I think east coast is definitely more like that because people yeah I guess they're known for it too yeah I Somebody was telling me the other, or this was not maybe the other day, but recently they're like, oh, California people. I'm like, no, California people are nice. The transplants are not always the nicest. Mm-hmm. I said, I can walk down the street in my neighborhood, pass by people. Everybody's like, hi, good morning. Yeah. How are you? Blah, blah, blah. I was at Dog Beach yesterday. Start a yeah. conversation. You know, especially when you're around dog people, like dog people love dog people and everybody meets yeah. everybody. Right. But I was like, mm-mm. I'm like, I don't know who you're meeting. And then usually you find out, oh, well, they're from here. And I'm like, see, no, 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 no. Don't be trying to bunch us all together. But yeah, yeah there's definitely a different mentality on the right. East Coast. But I like right. my West Coast. It's too cold. It would be too cold for me there. Oh, yeah. That, that's what a lot of people say. Like, what? How can you live there? And it's so cold. But I love the winter. Like, I, I really do. I mean, I. Not like New York where or, you know, uh, Minnesota or something where it snows like crazy. Um, I have a um, cousin who lives in South Dakota and he's like, it's so cold. I'm like, well, you're the dummy who moved to South Dakota. <laughs> yeah, like that to me is way too extreme. It's way too cold. But here it's, it's like a nice medium. Like in the summer, it gets hot and the winter, winter it gets pretty cold. So I like it. Well, I am so excited. I'm so glad we got to do this. I've had so much fun talking to you. Um, where do you see Sad Girl going in 2021? What do you think is is next for her? Well, maybe some doors might open up for her. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I think it would be nice to do some sort of like meet and greet thing once all this stuff is over, because a lot of people say that they'd like to meet Sad Girl. So who knows? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> well, I'm super excited. I'm your first podcast, so I got to... Break your podcast, Cherry. Yeah. <laughs> Were you surprised when you got my message? Well, I had gotten a request before. 
to be on a podcast, but I don't know. I feel I feel mean because I didn't say anything back to them. <laughs> See, this is just yeah. meant. I, yeah, you know, I, I just get, like I said, I get vibes from people and I, I definitely got a good vibe from you. So, yeah. Oh, thank you. Well, I'm so happy that you were able to come on because I've just had such a wonderful time. I've had such a wonderful time following you on TikTok and talking to you today and just before. And it's it's been really great. And I really appreciate, you know, you lending me your time to be able to do Thank this. Thank you. I appreciate you taking Before the time. Before I forget, cool. what are your social handles? So people, your TikTok and Instagram handles so people can um, reach you or follow you. So they're both the same. It's at S-E-S uh, underscore Jenny underscore Solares, my last name. Jenny Solares is my name. At S Jenny Solares. And then final question, because we always end book end with wine what is your favorite type of wine red white or rosé and do you have a favorite brand um i would say (laughs) you're gonna kill me (laughs) (laughs) so it's white zinfandel (laughs) um (laughs) it's white i'm not gonna kill you i just think it's funny that's (laughs) But you know what? Here's the thing. I just posted something on TikTok because I see all of these like wine snobs on TikTok saying they go to the grocery store, they go wherever and they're like, I would never buy this. Yes. If I had to go on a deserted island. And I was just like, you know what? Buy whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, like, seriously. Yeah. If you if you like wise in and that's that's fine. Like, who am I? Who am I to judge what the hell you're going to drink? Yeah, uh- I mean, as long as it's good, right? I don't care. Yes. As long as I like it. No, girl, Cute. serious. I'm so true. <laughs> so true. Well, Jenny, thank you so much. And you guys need to follow Sad Girl. You need to follow Jenny. You need to see her sing. And she can, the girl can blow. She can sing. She has a sense of humor. Like you need to follow her. She will make you have all of the good feels inside. So until <laughs> next time, mi gente. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Wine and Cheese Med Podcast. For more information on today's guest, please see the show notes for links to websites and social media channels. You can check out all things Wine and Cheese Med on our website, thewineandcheesemedpodcast.com. There, you will find the names of wines I drink each episode, as well as additional information on me, the podcast, and you can even apply to be a guest straight from there. You can also find us on social media at The Wine and Cheese on Instagram and at The Wine and Cheese Podcast on Facebook. Remember, if you want to hear more Wine and Cheese please subscribe, rate, and review. Five-star ratings are appreciated and those positive reviews are appreciated even more. Until next time, saludos.